hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey, and welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast, an adulting advice podcast production. I'm Danny Sheriff, and this is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. Let's dive in. And guys, please remember that I am not a doctor and nothing on this show should be taken as medical advice. Always seek the advice of your physician. The concept of getting your period back is easy, but why is making the commitment so hard? Why does it take so long to get to a point where you're confident enough in the process to go for it? Well, for a lot of reasons. And breaking down those reasons that hold us back is one of my main missions. And that is why I created the 7-Day HA Recovery Commitment Challenge. It's a completely free challenge that is 100% inside of email. So you can start your 7 days today. You don't have to wait for the beginning of this challenge. And each day, I send you a new challenge, complete with action items and mindset shifts to help you work through all of the key issues I see that hold us back from recovery. 
So topics inside of the email challenge include understanding why your period is missing, how to build solid, healthy, caloric, dense meals to ensure that you're getting the nutrition that you need, how to get your support network on board with you, not just letting your friends and family and partner know like what's happening, but actually enrolling them in to help you. Lifestyle factors that could be impacting your ability to recover. And of course, the mindset factors and shifts that you need to make along the way. The goal of this challenge is that after seven days, you'll be feeling knowledgeable, equipped, and inspired to do what you really know that you need to do to get your period back. So are you ready? Go to 7daychallenge.com. Dot hapodcast.com or head to the show notes for the link. That's seven day challenge. hapodcast.com. Hey guys, today's episode is a repost of the audio from a YouTube video that I did not all that long ago about the steps to take for a working exercise back in. I get asked about this all of the time. So I did a YouTube video and my YouTube has like no one on it. So I know that the vast majority of you have not yet heard this. Um, that said, you should totally go check out my YouTube and subscribe. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) why not? But yeah, I felt like this was still really helpful. Just the audio on itself. Let's talk about working exercise back in after you've recovered from AJ. Hey, I have awesome round ligament pain at the moment um, because I'm pregnant. So that's why we're on a bouncy ball today. So bear with me here while I bounce around on screen. But I asked Instagram what you want to hear about in the topic of HA, which is what I talk about. And this one came up, right? It comes up a lot. But how do I work exercise back in after recovery? which I am psyched about because that appears to be the theme of the month. And I've talked about it in the community calls inside of the AJ Society. We've been chatting about it. I have a post coming out about it. It's just the theme of the month. So let's keep rolling with it. First, let's talk about what it means to be recovered. To be recovered doesn't just mean you get three periods, right? We say that a lot. We hear it a lot in the in the space, you know, I want to get my three recovery periods. Huge milestone, but a healthy cycle is what actually needs to be recovered. So a long enough luteal phase, a clear ovulation, you definitely ovulated, you're pretty damn certain. A long enough luteal phase, it's your luteal phase is long enough to hold a pregnancy to allow you to get pregnant regardless of that being your goal, it's really important, and you're having a solid bleed. If you want to know what the phases of the cycle actually look like and learn more about how understanding that is super important for knowing when you've actually recovered, let me know and I will absolutely make a video about that. I'd love to make a video about that. So, okay, you have a healthy cycle, you're ready to go, you're ready to exercise, that is great. But the important thing is that you are ready to exercise slowly. It's important to remember that your body is still healing and it will be sensitive to any additional stress that you put on it. 
no matter how much you mentally enjoy exercise, the the fact that you're doing it is a stressor, it's physical stress, your body's gonna have a reaction to it. If you're tracking your cycles, you'll you can see this happening live, right? But if you're not, it's a bit harder to tell. I promise you, it's having an effect. Most post HAs notice that they can lose their cycle really easily if they're not careful how they reintroduce exercise. Now, this is relevant to you if you are still working towards the stage of recovery and you just want to know when the time comes, how do I do this properly? And of course, you're recovered. You want to get this moving. Okay, so it's for everyone. It's also worth mentioning that you may not have the same love or passion or intensity for your exercise as you once did. Don't worry about it that's fine. It might either come back or you never will, but you'll still always want to get some movement in. So whatever you feel like doing, totally okay. And if you do have that intensity and that passion, you're like, I'm going to get back into competition. I'm going to start winning stuff. Awesome. Just don't push yourself too hard. We are going to talk about today how to reintroduce exercise back in in a way that is both safe for your cycle and actually going to get you the gains that you need to be back at a fit fitness level, at a competitive fitness level, whatever you want. We're going to not move you backwards. We're doing it not too fast. We're going to reintroduce exercise in the right way. We're going to work. We're going to work with your body, not against it. This is your life and you need to do what's right for you. So note that this is like a, a general recommendation. And of course, if you could work with a, you know, sports physiologist with an actual a coach that knows what they're doing, that can create a plan specific for you, that's going to be ideal. The first step is to choose one type of exercise that you want to do. Have a control exercise modality. So if you in the past used to like cross train and do running and crossfit and swimming, you need to choose one. Having one allows you to clearly assess how your body is actually reacting to the exercise. If you mix too many variables in and something changes with your cycle, it's you have to take further steps back to get back to where you're having a healthy cycle again. If you change one variable and something happens with your cycle, we know that just that one variable needs to be adjusted. And of course, you know, just the fact that bringing in multiple like types of exercise at once is going from zero to 100 is just a bad idea. Your cycle is probably gonna go poof. Cause like, remember that your body is also sort of suspicious of you at the moment. It's suspicious. It's like, I'm a cycle for you, but I'm watching. I will cycle and I'm watching what you're doing. And if you mess this up, I'm leaving. The next one is to warm up and cool down. One of the girls inside of the HA Society actually brought this tip up during a community call where we were talking about this subject exactly. And I was like, I'm always going to include this. It's great. Warming up and cooling down. You need to not skip this. Not because it uh, avoids injury, which of course is awesome and it totally does, but it allows your body to properly wake up and prepare for the fact that you're about to do exercise or to train again. It's like you're not going from sedentary to active. There's this in between, you're, get, you're getting into it, your body is waking up and it's more calmly entering into this space of exercise. Exact same with cooling down. You want to tell your body we're done, how fun was that? 
let's chill out. It's really um, a bit of a mental thing. It's for your nervous system. And it, all of those things are sending messages around your brain saying, or around your brain and your body saying, we're safe. This is all good. Eating is the next one. You have to be eating at the beginning of the day. You need to be having like two meals in that day. Ideally, you're eating two meals, breakfast, lunch, then you work out. Lunch, dinner, then you work out. You just need to not be in a calorie deficit or when you train at this time. If you can only, have, if you need to train in the morning, just have a huge ass breakfast and a snack and try and have a great dinner the night before. If you plan to go back to like the five, the 6 a.m. training session, I don't recommend it. We just don't recommend it. Like that's gonna be across the board. No one's gonna recommend that for you right now. While you're dealing with hormonal health issues, early exercise, fasted, straight out of bed into movement, it's not good for cortisol, it's not good for the nervous system, it's not uh, conducive to healthy cycles at this time. Maybe ever. If you are gonna do that, do your best to be a, as fueled as possible. Would you like some one-on-one -on -one support to get your cycle back? Or how about to get it back and then actually get pregnant? Or not even all that, but to simply get back your actual life and be able to leave this whole, where's my cycle nonsense behind you? I certainly have felt that way. So I know exactly what that's like. And that's why you can work with either me, Danny, or Ashley, my amazing co-coach, one-on-one. -on -one. We help women keep sight of what's most important in recovery, set tactical, tangible goals, and create game plans to help them get their cycles on track. And we would love to do that with you. So when you sign up with us, you'll, we'll go over your history together, your biggest obstacles and your goals, and we'll start making a plan to reach them. Then, Depending on your preference, you'll meet with us either weekly or bi-weekly to go over the week that was and plan again for the week ahead. So you always know what your next steps are and you always have the validation of a coach who doesn't just understand but has actually been through this as well and we've walked before you. Ashley and I have helped so many women get their cycles back, get pregnant and get back to life and we would love to help you get there too. And fun fact, all of our clients get access to the HA Society included in their coaching fee. So if you want to read more about um, other women's experiences, women that have worked with us, and book a free 15-minute consult with me to see if we're a good fit, head to thehasociety.com forward slash coaching. That's thehasociety.com forward slash coaching. next one is to slowly work up training volume or work up intensity not both at the same time volume is how much you're training like uh that frequency the distance you're going that's the volume of your training the intensity is how hard you're training what's the load what's the incline so for example if you're a runner you want to work more and more running into your regime you're either going to run a further distance on the same flat track or add an extra day of running in on the same flat track 
but if you want to work more intensity in, maybe you're going to have the same distance you've been running from the beginning of working exercise back in, so like one, two days, but at an incline, at a slight incline. You only want to change one variable at a time because it's a stress to the body and you want to be able to track what the difference is and remember, what well, we're going to get to this, we're going to get to it. Food and sleep. Gotta eat more, gotta sleep more. So the, the food eating more goes a little bit with having breakfast and lunch, like having two meals gets you out of that calorie deficit. But if you got your period back on like X calories and resting X amount, and then you start training, you, you gotta eat more, you gotta rest more, right? Especially post HA, you know, you've gotta tell your body, food is in abundance, rest is in abundance, we are safe. And it's super important that you're doing that. I think it's really easy for us to re-enter exercise after a J, like with a bit of, maybe I'll lose some weight. <laughs> like a weight loss goal. I get it. I think a lot of women are going to have that. It's subconscious. It's it's hoping we're, we're uncomfortable in our body at the moment a little. We want to make some changes and hope we get to hold on to our period. It's kind of just the way society's conditioned you to be. So don't feel bad about it, but just remember like, notice when you're feeling that way and when you're making a decision to maybe like not eat more or something after you train you gotta eat you gotta eat we don't have time for weight loss at the moment that said is it possible for you to eat more rest more and start training and see changes in your body composition a hundred percent one hundred percent which is what brings us to this point and the point that I was about to make earlier and said, hang on, we're getting there. When training, you wanna make the most progress, the least amount of effort. This is old as time training and athletics wisdom, okay? If you are having to grind yourself harder into the ground because you're not seeing progress, there's something else wrong. You wanna make the most progress you can with the littlest amount of effort. So if you can see an improvement with running one day a week, which you will, at this stage, if you've had significant time off running, you know, do that till you stop seeing progress and then add the tiniest bit in another half of a run, lengthen that first run, add one more in, just like these tiny, tiny steps. Don't be like, okay, you know what? If I start training five days a week, I'll, I'll definitely make progress. No, it actually doesn't work that way. It actually doesn't work that way. The body wants to be on a team with you. It wants you to work together, make small changes, and it will meet you halfway. So that's kind of it. Those are my recommendations for working exercise back in. If you have any more questions on it, please let me know. Love answering them. And now we're gonna do a bit of a bonus question. I ask for these on my Instagram. So if you ever want to ask a question, get it answered, head over there or put it in the show notes of this video and I will do my absolute best to answer it for you. The question is dealing with the recovery weight gain while ignoring society's pressure. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, it's really hard and every single person deals with this a bit, right? Some quick questions I have for you are what are the exact thoughts that you think people are having about you? The judgments, the pressure, What what is it? If they are having those thoughts, if someone's actually thinking those things or putting that pressure on you, who cares? So what, what does it mean next, right? What does it mean? Just lay it out there, like the facts on the table. How much of this fear of what other people think come from the fact that you have thoughts about other people like this too, right? So you're worried someone thinks that you're lazy or letting yourself go. 
How often do you think that about other people? And is it possible that working through your judgments of others could help you work through your judgments or your fear of judgment from others? Well, the thing is we'll never fully rid ourselves of this pressure that society puts on us, but you know, we can improve how we deal with it. These thoughts, this pressure is so deeply ingrained in us. But I promise you that with exposure and effort and, and really reflecting on like where all of this fear comes from and just being okay in the suck, it gets easier. It gets so much easier. I can tell you like I used to have breakdowns about my body image multiple times a week. It was bad. It was so bad. But I just don't have those anymore. And I can just tell you it comes to exposure, constantly talking to women in the community about this, feeling not alone, and just, you know, spending time in the change. It's just change. When you move somewhere, it's hard. When you change workplaces, it's hard. Like, you know, this is just one of those things. And if you're feeling that and if you're experiencing the discomfort and the pressure and you know, you're doing the right thing. You're in the right place because you should be feeling that way. That's how you know you're putting in the work. If you're not feeling the pressure yet, if you still feel fully like the same as you did before, I would question if you're actually doing the work you need to do to get your period back right now. And don't underestimate community now. Like that's why I started the HA Society. I recommend that you join. The girls in there, including myself, will help you work through this kind of a thing. Like you can't do this by yourself particularly easily. Trust me, I would love to do everything by myself. That's like my personal statement. I can do this, I don't need no one. But you know, you really do. <laughs> and the last thing would be, it's really helpful to find, an Im to find a comfortable way to share what's happening for you with the people whose opinions you fear, right? So if you're worried about what your family thinks or what your group of friends think or what the people at the gym think like how can you share what's going on right because i think a huge part of this is fear that these people think that we've become lazy these people think that we don't know that we've gained weight um we sort of just want them to know that this is intentional like i'm doing this on purpose it has a reason i'm trying to get my period back i have a hormonal issue I'm really stressed out and I'm under eating. Finding a way to share that is really helpful. It kind of takes some of the pressure off you because now they know why it's happening. They can be sensitive to it. And if you can share with just enough people that it impacts one person, like one person says, oh, hey, me too. Like, I didn't realize this was a thing. I think I'm struggling with this too. And you help open their eyes and you help them make change. And that's just like the catalyst for giving zero Fs about society's pressure you're just like i just help someone change their life i know it sounds like a weird answer but it's so true you know the opposite of depression is purpose and helping others and just seeing the impact that you can have is really gonna take this away from being just about you and being a lot like seeing the bigger picture here so don't forget to subscribe to this channel guys that way i know that you like this and i can make more videos for you if you have a topic that you would like covered, put it in the comments below or find me on Instagram and let me know that you want to go over it. And I will link to the AJ Society, the AJ podcast that I have where I talk about these topics all the time. I'll link to all of that below and please enjoy and I'll see you guys later.
Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find their podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.